Welcome to the Blueprint Podcast, where we throw out the old blueprint so you can become who you were always meant to be. I'm your host, Jason Smith. And if you haven't already, make sure you click the subscribe button and share this episode with your friends on social media and tag me in it at jbirdfit. In this week's episode, we're going to answer a really common question from the anxious attacher. Does the avoidant ever recognize they were half of the problem? My quick answer is, why does it matter? Unless you're still with the person, there's nothing more for you to try and understand about this relationship. You've already exhausted everything there is to talk about through text messages, arguments, and elevated emotions. This person gave you no additional information because they are currently working from their subconscious and don't have the emotional capacity in this moment to see what you see or to see things from your perspective. You want a reason why. You want closure. You want clarity. But what you really want is to know what you did wrong because somehow it must be your fault. Everything is your fault. But what if I told you you didn't do anything wrong? You weren't bad. You're not being punished. There's nothing to fight for and nothing's being taken away from you. Although it may feel exactly like that. What if it's something that's going on inside the other person? And the way you present yourself and relate to them in the relationship actually triggers their attachment system. When this happens, their emotional capacity is greatly diminished and they default into old patterns and coping mechanisms, which is to pull away so that they can feel safe. So my question is, what if this wasn't about you? Can you accept that? Can you make peace with that? What is it about the relationship that makes you desire to stay in it when your needs aren't being met? And you feel crazy for trying to understand what's happening, what you did wrong. And of course, how can you fix it? I want to take a moment and commend you for recognizing that something isn't going well in the relationship and that you have a desire to work to solve whatever the actual problem really is. That's very healthy and it shows that you already have honed some skills that are necessary to create an interdependent relationship. So celebrate that win. It's really difficult for each person to acknowledge their own role within a relationship. And yes, that includes your avoidant partner. However, it is possible for the avoidant to become more self-aware of their contribution to relationship difficulties with time, self-reflection, and personal growth. Did you catch that? It means they have to be willing to do the work. It takes two in a relationship to bring resolution to issues, problems, and conflicts. But they have to be a willing participant, and both of you have to be willing to take ownership and create neutrality around a subject to bring resolution. And no, that doesn't mean the relationship is over just because you had a disagreement. The avoidant attachment style is characterized by a tendency to distance oneself emotionally from others to avoid intimacy and vulnerability. Intimacy is one of the avoidance greatest fears and often stems from someone close to them, a caregiver, breaking trust with the avoidant, thus solidifying at a young age that the avoidant can and has to take care of themselves because no one else is going to do it. Care was inconsistent or non-existent. And the distancing behavior can lead to difficulties in forming close relationships and secure connections with their partners. In some cases, the avoidant individual may struggle to acknowledge their role in relationship problems because they tend to prioritize self-reliance and independence because, again, trust was broken. This is often a subconscious reaction, and they often can't articulate what they're experiencing other than, 
overwhelm caused by another person. The avoidance often thinking, if I step away from them, overwhelm goes away. When the overwhelm goes away, then I can reach back out because I'll feel more comfortable doing that. However, as people gain self-awareness through introspection or through the help of counseling or therapy, they become more attuned to their attachment style and its impact on their relationships. With increased understanding, avoidant individuals may start to recognize their emotional distancing and fear of intimacy and how that affects their partners and the overall dynamics of that relationship. This is key for all of us who have an insecure attachment style. There is some inner work to do that starts with the awareness of you, the individual, not the awareness of the other person so you can blame them for all of the relationship problems or tell them to go to therapy or text them relationship memes all day and give them books to read because they are the broken ones and deficient somewhere. You might mean well, but the message and overarching theme you're telling them is you're not good enough. You're not good enough for me. And I'm disgusted and repulsed by your behavior. Again, for many, this is subconscious and not intentional, but it may feel that way for you. This is why self-awareness and neutrality are so important and why you working on you is really the path for cultivating relationships in the way that you desire instead of trying to change someone else so that you can like them. You're trying to change somebody else so that you can like them. And what you're really saying in that moment is you don't like their behavior. It doesn't feel good. I don't feel comfortable with this and I don't really want to be around this. So I have to change you because you're the problem. It's important to note that personal growth is a gradual process and some individuals may require more time and support to come to terms with their attachment patterns. It's really difficult to take a good look in the mirror and be okay with what you see, good, bad, or indifferent. Additionally, the willingness to recognize and take responsibility for one's actions and relationships can vary from person to person. Some avoidant individuals may be more open to self-reflection, while others may find it difficult to confront their emotional challenges. You have to accept that the avoidant may never be ready to face their emotional challenges, and that is when you have to ask yourself, is this the relationship for me? Can I love this person as they are now, knowing their emotional capacity for love and intimacy, especially if it never changes? Can I work through that for the rest of my life? Ultimately, building healthier and more secure relationships involves a combination of self-awareness, personal growth, and open communication with partners. If an avoidant individual is willing to work on themselves and their attachment style, there's a possibility for positive change and improved relationship dynamics. However, this transformation usually requires dedication and a genuine desire to create more fulfilling connections with others. I want to thank you all for spending your time with me today. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you rate and review the show to help us grow. And check out my 21-day self-love challenge five-part introductory series on TikTok and in my stand store. 